Over the course of the retreat so far, Greg and I have been weaving together instructions from all four of the four foundations of mindfulness in the Satipatthana Sutta, the establishments of mindfulness or the four domains of attention. And we've been giving a lot of instructions about embodiment, about uh, bringing awareness to the body as the first domain of mindfulness, really bringing awareness to physical sensations throughout the body. And we've talked a lot about Vedana or feeling tone, noticing how every contact at each of the six sense doors automatically gives rise to a basic recognition of either pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral feeling tone. And we've been experiencing, I think, very directly how this feeling tone easily gives rise to a whole chain reaction of thoughts and emotions. So we move almost instantly from bare recognition of unpleasant to not liking anger or fear, and from recognition of pleasant to liking and wanting greed, compulsion, and from not recognizing neutral feeling tone to disconnecting from experience and not really knowing what's going on. So we might see then that Vedana is a kind of a bridge between the body and the mind. It's the foundation stone that all of our mental reactions are built on. So the third domain of attention is the mind itself. And as Greg uh, laid out last night, here we're instructed to simply be aware of different qualities in the mind. For example, the presence or absence of greed, hatred and ignorance. Or to simply know whether the mind is distracted or undistracted, stable. And then once we've become familiar with uh, what's happening in the mind in this relatively simple way, we move to the fourth foundation of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of dhammas, sometimes translated as categories of experience. And this is where we find so many of the numbered lists in the Buddha's teachings. For example, the five hindrances that we've spoken a little about and the seven factors of awakening. We'll be talking more about this fourth foundation of mindfulness later on in the retreat. So for now, I just wanted to emphasize that although we have this very structured way of dividing up experience, This is really just for teaching purposes. It's not that we're supposed to move through them in some kind of linear sequence and perhaps having the tendency to think of, well, mindfulness of the body is the first foundation, so that must be like mindfulness 101. And then we go through 201 and 301, and mindfulness of dhammas is somehow the PhD. It's not a curriculum like that. In actual practice, all of us are already exploring all of these domains quite naturally. And in reality, it's not actually possible, even very useful, to say, okay, now I'm just going to do mindfulness of the body, or I'm just going to do mindfulness of the mind. Because as we've been seeing, each of these different areas interact and affect each other to create the complexity of our day-to-day experience of being in the world. 
And having said that, because our experience usually does feel to be so complex, so complicated, what the Buddha is offering with these four different lenses, in a way, lenses of looking at our experience, we can understand it as a kind of way of deconstructing what's happening so that we can see its component parts. So I sometimes think of Vipassana or insight as being a technique of divide and conquer when we can see the sequence of how we're creating that complexity, each of the components by itself is a little bit more manageable. So for example, when we can just recognize, oh, it's unpleasant feeling tone. Sometimes just that recognition of the feeling tone can stop the tendency to proliferate in its tracks. So I'd like to uh, explore some of that in a guided meditation in a few minutes. And we'll be working with uh, the posture of standing. So as you know, the Buddha offered four different meditation postures, sitting, standing, walking, and reclining. And many of you have already been working with standing as an antidote to physical discomfort and to sleepiness. But we can work with uh, standing meditation as a practice in its own right. And it can be very helpful to notice uh, an aspect of mind that we haven't talked about so much so far. And that's the factor of intention, of volition. So as our mindfulness becomes more and more refined, we can start to notice that every action of body, of speech, and even of mind often, is preceded by a moment of intentionality, a pulse of about to. So for example, when we're walking and standing, we might notice in the standing, we're standing, we're standing, and then we might feel this little pulse of gathering energy or momentum to take that first step. And this factor of intention is a very powerful thing to pay attention to because it has huge implications not only in our formal practice but in daily life. Many of you for, are familiar with uh, a famous quote by Viktor Frankl, the psychiatrist and uh, Holocaust survivor, where he says, between stimulus and response there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So this capacity to bring awareness to intention can take us out of our habitual knee-jerk responses. And because it gives us a choice, it has direct connection to freedom. So in this next meditation session, I'll... Um, We'll be, I'll be giving some instructions about exploring the mental factor of intention and it'll be woven into some reminders about each of the four foundations of mindfulness. So what I'll be inviting us to do is to begin by standing. And I'll, I won't do it just yet, I'll describe the whole thing and then uh, it's not going to be that complicated. We'll be coming into standing and I'll be giving some basic instructions on each of the four foundations of mindfulness and intention. And at regular intervals, I'll ring a bell. 
approximately every five minutes. So you're invited to stand and when you feel ready to sit down, wait until the next bell and then you can sit down at the bell. So for some of you, you might sit down after the first five minutes. This is not intended to be an endurance exercise or any kind of competition. You don't get extra points if you stand for the entire time. You don't get demerits if you sit for the entire time. The point here is to explore what's happening in the body, what's happening with feeling tone, what's happening with the mind and the reactions to your experience. That clear so far? Okay, so I invite you to slowly and mindfully to come to standing. <clears throat> 